tonight. Rub your head, girl, tie it up tonight. I could have let that thing rock. Ladies was shaking. Fellas was popping. It's your boy Flaw 700. And welcome back to the block, the 700 block podcast. I appreciate you joining me. The weather is starting to change for the better. People want to go outside. I ain't really mad at them. But we still know what time it is. Don't know how you feel about it, if your mind is changing, if you think this thing is real, fake, or hoax, if you think that it's come and gone, if you think you had it already and you can't get it again, or your immune system is just popping. Whatever it is. When, as the weather change, man, enjoy yourself, but be responsible. That's all I got to say about that. So it's just me on the block this evening this morning this afternoon wherever you're at listening to this and that and that was on purpose man because i had something that i wanted to talk about and i want to get straight to it something that i could relate to something that it's it's like a blueprint something that i need and i felt like it was something that who you might need you know depending on who listens to this podcast you might already know these things and if you find that these gems are worth sharing, share this episode with a friend that you think might be interested in this topic. And right now, man, I got the 15 questions to ask before your relationship gets serious. Yes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about some questions that you should ask that you don't ask in the dating phase. And then you get deep into the relationship and boom. You hit a roadblock because you didn't have that conversation. Oh, I'm guilty of it. I'm definitely guilty of it. So this ain't me stunting on you. Like, hey, I know I'm better than you. Let me school you. Not at all. We about to learn together. I skimmed, I skimmed over the questions and I really didn't give them, you know what I mean, a thought. So what you are going to hear from me is my actual thoughts on the questions. Once again, I just looked at the uh the topic and was just like oh yeah we definitely gonna do that so let's get into it man now i don't know if these questions are in order and i don't know if you should ask all 15 you should ask what's important to you so here we go here go 14 questions that you should ask before you get serious in your relationship question number one how much time alone do you need well that's very important and i think <laughs> like that's very important and i would love for somebody to ask me that because you know when you get into when you're dating you know you're around somebody and i guess you're in that honeymoon phase eventually that kind of like fizzles out and you get into your your normal state of mind me personally i love my me time i love it and you don't want your partner or the person that you're dealing with to feel like your me time is a a silent message to them which it can be 
you know your partner might think that somebody else might have your time when that might not be the case you just like to be in your man cave or your she shed enjoying your time by yourself like me personally i like to watch you know television on my 55 inch 4k hdr television and i like to watch what i like to watch sometimes or whatever anything whatever whatever i'm doing and on on my watch is what i'm doing listen hey listen i like to eat alone you might see your boy in a restaurant eating alone i does that and i enjoy it's not nothing wrong with you i will go on our date another time but i need my date with me (laughs) well now you know what i'm saying like I, i i just need that so that's a question that i think is highly important and i might even hopefully when i ask that question she replies so how much free time do you need because boy oh boy i need a lot uh question two how do you feel about having close friends of the opposite sex ah man um personally me i am not a control freak i'm just not you know like if you got a if you got a male best friend before i came into the picture it is what it is you know but if things don't go right if things don't feel right you can expect me to make an exit you can have whatever friend you want see i'm not going to tell you uh, who you can be friends with if that's the life you choose understand i don't have to go i don't have to go that route with you i'm just not that guy hey you can't be her friend no more you can't be his friend no more no because you already know if you know if you know i don't like this person or i got a bad vibe from this person and you feel like that you know this person is good for you i mean it's a few options keep them away from me leave me or leave them but for me i wouldn't it's not about the opposite sex it's just if i don't rock with them i don't rock with them period but i'm also not the control type do what you do question number three what is your favorite and least favorite chore personally me i love to wash dishes i used to be a dishwasher at my job so and i'm not the best cooker i can cook some things but if you want the full meal you either got to do it or we gonna go to war together in the kitchen and make whatever we can make but let's say you are the person that wants to make the full course meals you can bet your bottom dollar that I'm doing the dishes, taking out the trash. Now my wipe down game might not be A1. I wipe down the counters and tables and things like that, but it might still need a woman's touch. But the dishes don't though. I take care of the dishes. Don't you worry about that. That's not an issue. What? And I like the cut. Now I mind cutting grass. I don't mind doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Taking out the trash, cutting grass. Um, doing dishes what chore do i least enjoy doing i believe that i should pull my weight so like even though i don't mind doing dishes i don't hate doing a chore it is what it is i mean you can say the bathroom i guess who likes to who likes to clean up bathroom but yeah i mean it gets done uh what is your attachment style I don't know what that means so i would not be asking anybody that 
but that might be a question for you to ask. What is your attachment style? What is your top love languages? Boom. Now, I know my love languages, and I would definitely love to know yours so I can know how to love you. Mine is words of affirmation and touch. I like to be touched, and I like to be told nice things. And I think that's very important. It's something that I did not practice in none of my previous relationships, and I plan on practicing it going forward. And I think that it'll make one heck of a difference in communication and understanding. I'm going to give you guys an example. You know, there's this young lady on, she's on all social medias and I follow her. She's fire. She's dope. Like she is beautiful. But she says something on social media. The reason why I'm saying social media, because I think she posted it on all three platforms. You know, you can have the same post. So she posted something on social media where she was like, I demand a lot of attention. If you can't give that to me, then something, something. I don't remember how she finished it. And she automatically became unattractive to me. What the hell you mean you like a lot of attention? You sound like a little child. You won't get that from me. And I think that's how I kind of took you know the that's the energy i had with my previous relationships but one of the love languages is quality time and i think that if you word it different if her if she came on social media and said yo my love language is quality time that's all you got to say you don't have to say i like a lot of attention and if you didn't like fab don't maybe it's me y'all know me if y'all know me from the podcast brothers y'all know my vibe talk to me nice don't Tell me I have to do anything. Put it out in the air and I'm going to catch it. Matter of fact, alley-oop it. Boom. I'm a tomahawk dunk it. But put a gentle, put a gentle touch on it. But, you know, so, and that's the difference in the communication. Telling somebody what you demand. Oh, you got to buy me this. You got to buy me that. Okay, your love language might be gifts. But if you want some, I need my man to buy me this. It's a turnoff. I mean, it's just, it's how you're saying it. It's how you coming off. So discussing your love languages, man, I think that's major key. Do you want kids? And how many? Major question. I think this is a one hell of a question. Me, I have four kids. Do I want more? No. And I think that on my side, when I get into the dating phase, if a woman doesn't have as many kids as me, or she doesn't have the gender that she would love to have. You know, she, I might meet her. She might have all boys and she wants a girl or she might have all girls and she wants a boy. You know, like those are conversations that need to be had. And unfortunately, if it happens that she wants more kids and I'm stuck on what I'm stuck on, but I'm good, I'm done. You know, it's, it's a deal breaker, but those are conversations that I think need to be had. You can't get into relate into the relationship, move in with each other, start having raw doll sex. And then she finally wants to get something off her chest that she could have been talked to you about. Uh, what do you think about kids? Uh, yeah, they're great. I got my own. What do you think of more? Now nah, I don't want none. Now she mad. She feels some type of way, but y'all already here. You're already deep into it. So I think that's a very important uh, question to ask. Do you think a couple's finances should be together or separate? That's a dope question. Personally, I don't care. I don't care either way. How often would you like to have sex? Now, I personally think that this is a dumb question to me. To me. Um, I like to have sex when I want to have sex. 
I'm not going to tell you I want sex five times a week. What if I don't? <laughs> what if I want more? Like you, I don't think. I, mm. Yeah, that's that's that question isn't for me, but that might be for you. How much do you demand sex? You know, um, as men get older, I think our sex drive decreases, and as women get older, their sex drive increases. So yeah, that might be a question that you need to ask. Um, so you can you know let her know that her expectations will or will will not be met. <laughs> so it is what it is. What is your biggest fears about relationships? I don't have a fear. Once again, this is the first time I'm actually going over these questions. So off the top of my head, I don't have a fear. I think that one thing about my past relationships is when I put all the chips in, things don't seem to go my way. But when I have one foot in and one foot out, the women seem to try their best to do right by me. So it just seems like that when I'm fully committed to something, it just don't work. And I'll be 37 in a few weeks. So you can understand that pushing 40, still young, but it's still like, man, just when I go hard, it don't work out for me. So I would say that's a fear. But hey, it is what it is. I had my heart broke before. I have it broke again. And you just keep on trying to keep on going, man. And it'll make that special one the one. Like when you finally meet that one after all you've been through, it'll make it all worth it. What is the best qualities you have to bring to a relationship? My leadership, my steadiness, my calmness, my level-headedness, my, my presence. You understand? Um... I'm, I mean, there's so much I can name. I am a family guy. Understand that. Stability, like. Um, and I might be leaving some things off, but once again, just just freestyling. I didn't really go over these things. So those, that's a dope question. That might that might even throw somebody off. Like you won't even be ready for that question. What what what's your best qualities? You ain't ready for that one. What's your fav favorite way to relax? Good question. My favorite way to relax, man, is sitting on the porch or sitting in my truck, depending on what I got, where I'm at, in the rain, drinking a little bit of vodka or something. If that's not the scenario, just watching TV, watching movies, just relaxing. Lights out, movie, movie theater, uh, movie theater effect, big screen, me just chilling, reading a book. Something simple Something like that Where we're at We're on Question 12 12 out of 15 So we're almost there What are some of your Relationship deal breakers Relationship deal breakers What is a deal breaker for me Because I'm very easily turned off uh, I don't know I don't have deal breakers. I've, I've been through some. Sh Obviously, I don't have deal breakers. I've been through some shit. I just let shit. I, I, I just let stuff ride. Like, all right, just some bullshit. But it is what it is. I need deal breakers. I need to stand on something. I get aggravated quick, but I wouldn't officially call them deal breakers. What are some things you're not willing to change for a relationship? 
I am not willing to change my laid back demeanor, my desire for my alone time, and my hustle. Um, when we start dating, I am not going to not go to the gym. I am not not going to podcast. I am not not going to travel to for uh, business and to network. So either you understand that or you are a creative yourself or it is what it is. But no, 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 no. You're, I'm not stopping what I'm doing at all. Hmm, what's the next one? What are some of your biggest turn ons? What are some of your biggest turn offs? A turn on for me is intelligence, fam. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even lying. Like stupidity turns me off, but intelligence um, turns me on. Strength turns me on. I'm, I come from a family of women, so strong women that hold it together even though the world is falling apart is something that I look to. I do that, you know, like the world could be falling apart and you never know it because I wouldn't show it. And sometimes we break down, but you know, it is what it is. So I love strength. Other than that, I love a nice pair of white teeth, fam. I love a woman with a, a, a woman with nice hands. I just like, man, oh man, holy smokes. What turns me off? Cigarettes. I don't really like. I mean, if you're gonna drink, be classy, baby. Don't drink out the bottle. Sometimes that's cool, but don't, but don't like, don't be on social media with the henny bottle. Like, eh. listen, man. I guess what turns me off is that young kid stuff. Man, we we adults. We don't get down like that. Be sexy. Drink out of a cup or however, a glass or whatever. Um, turn offs. Um, type of job you got. I mean, can't, I mean, things happen, but we can't be the same age and you just a cashier at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Nah, it's not going to fly, fam. Scott, you got to be better than that. You got to be, you got to want better than that. Um, other than that, even though I'm real picky, it's, ho oh, man, hmm, maybe I'll come back to that. What's my terminals? Well, of course, if, if if intelligence turns me on, being a numbskull is a turn off. So if you ain't got all your marbles, um, that's definitely a turn off. Let's keep it rolling. Number 15, last one. What do you love about yourself the most? <sighs> now, I ain't ready for that. Now, if you was to ask me that, you stumped me. You would stump me. What do I love most about myself? So here's the thing. Whatever I answer will just be what i thought of at the time but when you say what do you love the most about yourself man let me get back to you on that like i can tell you what i love about myself but the most like what do i cherish about myself the most that's a tough question and i got no answer for that i know what i love about myself but when you say the most that's something that i really got to sit back and think about Mm. But yeah, 15 questions to ask before you get into a relationship And I thought that that would be something dope to give to you for me Because when I got the post, I was like, man, it's dope Let's talk about it, let's get into it 
um, for those of you that, hey, if you use these questions, let me know how it went, man. You can email me at flaw700 at gmail.com, F L A W 700 at gmail.com. If you found that segment, if I drop some gems on you, if you're going to write these uh, down and use them in the future, you know, email me, reach out to me on social media, Flaw700 on everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, and my Gmail, Flaw700. Let's get into some news of the week, though, man. The artist behind the viral 50 Cent morals assaulted over his work. Now, I thought this was a joke. The guy that's been drawing these 50 cent pictures of him as Taylor Swift, Donald Trump, you name it, has been attacked. Hmm, let me see this. He has been assaulted over his work. Basically, I thought, look, yo, listen, fam, this is like, this is news breaking to me. I really thought it was a joke. I have, I constantly have to unwillingly fight people um, on the street for who, whatever, street who for whatever cooked reason he listen this is what he said for whatever cooked reason seemed to feel the need to come up to me at a wall and start trouble it's tiresome but it will not ever stop me from what 99.8 of what everyone else seems to for the most part get a hearty chuckle out of because they aren't sociopathic pieces of shit so what I gather from that is once again, I thought this whole thing was a joke. I saw 50 cent posting it, you know, 50 cent trolls. So when 50 cent posts these things, he's like, Yo, who's this guy, man? Boom, 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 boom. So apparently I guess that there's people who who's taking it serious and they think that they're doing a favor for 50. I think fifth is actually enjoying it, actually enjoying it. I think I don't really think he's bugging off of this that much. I don't think I don't, I don't think he's really bugging. I just think that it's all in fun. This dude is doing his thing and it's entertaining. Leave homes alone. You understand? Um now let's get into some sad news, some bad news. I used to well not used to, but I still watch wrestling. This guy um, a former WWE superstar of a tag team known as Crime Time. His name is Shad Gaspard. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, his body was found on the beach in California. So him and his son was on the beach swimming and a tide, a strong tide came and they got caught up in it. From my understanding, um, the lifeguards were coming to save Shad, but Shad directed them to save his son, who's 10. And after that, he was swept out to sea. A huge wave just came down and just took him out. And they couldn't find him for days. And this morning, which is today, is May 20th, Wednesday, when I woke up. I saw the headlines that a body has um, been identified as Shad. So, just want to send a rest in peace to him. Send my condolences out to his family. He saved his son. Made sure his son got saved. And, 
Yo, it sucks, man. Like, you just want to go to the beach. You know how many people just want to go to the beach? And even in these quarantine times, like I say, when the weather gets nice, you got people who just want to go out and do something and have fun. And who would think that, hey, just by going out and having fun, that somebody's not going to come home. And even me, I take all of this for granted. It's like you do the same thing every day. Same thing every day. Like the stuff that I don't even tell you all about. Like one day I, I was coming from dropping off my kids and I was coming back home and a guy just darted out the street. And good thing I had good breaks. Good thing I was paying attention. Good thing he saw me at the last minute because that would have been bad. And all I was doing was dropping off my kids, something that I do all the time. So... Any day could be your last just by doing the routine, basic things that you do from day to day or that you do once in a while. Hey, kids, let's go to wherever. Hey, babe, let's go wherever. And it's a possibility that somebody might not come back. But the crazy thing is, is we do dates. We go out with the kids. We live our lives every day. And it's just like, ah, it's another day. You know, today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. I'm going to just do what I do, not knowing that at that day, just might be your last. So rest in peace to uh, Shag Aspert. Like I say, I hope that I'm saying his uh, name right. One more rest in peace, man. R&B singer Melvin Edmonds, brother of Babyface and member of After 7, has passed away. He was 65. He was one of, that was one of my favorite groups, man. Check me out, right? Now, I don't remember when this song came out. I just remember I was too young to be letting this song be the soundtrack to my life. What was I doing listening to songs like this? And I remember the girl. I Okay, now... Had to be about 12, 13. And this is what I was listening to when I got my heart broke by girls. After seven, these were my guys. They had so many dope singles. Heat of the moment, wanna love you right. Like I was in love with you. I ain't know nothing about nothing. I swear I was in love. I was bugging. You took the love from me and used it selfishly. You did not give back your love to me at all. I gave the sun to you. You said it was too bright. I gave you time, memories. You said they didn't shine. Rest in peace to Melvin Edmonds. Once again, he was 65.
I'm Joe Biden, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Our current president has failed in his most basic duty to the nation. He's failed to protect us. He's failed to protect America and my fellow Americans. That is unforgivable. As president, I'll make you a promise. I'll protect America. I will defend us from every attack, seen and unseen, without exception, every time. Paid for by Biden for president. 